Welcome to the one and only The Ken Burns Show. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Monday. I'm actually recording on Monday. Usually I record ahead of time, but I said, why not do it today? It is beautiful. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we sure did. Uh, first one in Tennessee. It was, it was fantastic with family, and I really do hope that you enjoyed uh, yourself and didn't get sick eating too much. But again, thank you so much for tuning in right here on the BMG Network or any podcast platform that you may be listening on right now. I thank you for tuning in. Again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. I urge you to go there because uh, there are so many other podcasters on there um, that are that are fantastic, that have fantastic content that I would love for you to check out. And I'm sure that you'll love that you did. So again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. And to mention quickly, uh, we do have some merch coming very soon this week. It's in the it's in the in the works. Uh, we have some t-shirts coming that you'll be able to order from the bmgnetwork.com. So again, be on the lookout for that. And in the meantime, check out the great co- columns and the uh, great podcasters on the BMG Network. Now, I saw this story and it made me think of a few things and I had a question. And it's interesting because this comes out of USA Today and it's from the opinion columnist is Katrina Trinko. And now, it's, it's very um, well-written, and again, USA Today, and it talks about, this is, the, this is the headline, Biden's failures continue to mount as Americans suffer. What a missed opportunity. And I'll just read a little bit of this, uh, but you should check out this column because it's very well-written, and, and I'll tell you, I, it's, it's spot on. It says, as a President Joe Biden we were told, would be a moderate president, one who could unite Americans and competently lead our nation. And this is talk about fake news. And there's a lot that it goes on to say. And obviously it talks about his incompetency and his constant spending. Now, the interesting thing is that I got out of this really was a question. I said to myself, whenever a president comes up, Obviously, it's, he's leading our nation, and he has a job to do. And we back that president to do the job that, that we're hoping that he's going to do, whether you're left-leaning or right-leaning. But the question is this. Are we putting all of our hope and all of our, um, you know, our everything into the person leading this nation? Because if we are, that's not a good thing. It isn't up to him or her, there hasn't been a her yet, uh, to make all of our decisions, choices, and honestly, create our opinions for us. And it says a lot about America today because most of Americans today are really swayed by the person in charge when really we can't play, and this is the point, We can't play the ignorance card. And people do this all the time, I believe. We we act as if we're ignorant of what's actually going on or we don't care and we see an opportunity and a president is thinking along the same lines of what we're thinking about, whatever it is. Uh, you, You name the agenda, whatever that is, 
and then we're happy about it and we go along and we fight for that and we go against all of our buddies and our friends and the people that are on the other opposite side of us because that's what we want and we're going to get it. Now, the thing is, is I will say I was definitely on the Trump bandwagon. I still am. Why? Is it because of him or is it because of his policies? Now, call me old, old-fashioned, old old-school. I love our Constitution and I love what this country was founded upon. And I love God. So when I see somebody representing that, and I'm not saying he himself, but putting the country on a trajectory that, that does represent what the country was founded upon, I am going to back that person, whoever it is. And it poses this question. If you don't like somebody who is representing the country in the way that it should be, the way that it was founded, put all of the, you know, exaggerated baloney aside, meaning, okay, there's statues up and we're still, you know, um, praising our history. Nobody's praising the history, by the way. Okay. That's not what we're doing. We're looking back at history and saying, thank God we're not there anymore. And thank you for the men and women who fought for those things. Again, it's the same thing when it comes to the Civil War or it comes to the, uh, any of the wars, honestly. Freedom was fought for. We could talk about slavery another time. It's not what I'm getting into right now, but everybody goes to that and says it's such a black eye on America, and it certainly is. But you have to look at the whole context of the rest of the world and what they were doing and what America did to get out of it. Nobody wants to talk about that. They just want to talk about and, and downplay it as if we're the most horrible people in the world. When it's, it's not true. But anyway, we cannot stay ignorant. And we have to make a choice for ourselves. What is right? What is wrong? And I think this is the thing. Most people know what is right. They know what is right and righteous. There's still sometimes this inner conviction Yet, when other people come around them that also want to do the very thing that's not right, guess what they do? They get a little umph to continue in that course. And there's a scripture that I always think about when it comes to these situations, and it says this, evil company corrupts good character or good morals and what is that essentially saying that who you hang out with whoever you're around you become more like and and really it's are we an influencer are we being influenced always now we're always influenced in some way good or bad we can allow that to happen We have our own personal choices and decisions to make every day. And I think people use leadership as a scapegoat not to do the right thing. Do you get what I'm saying? That's where I think we're at today. Whether it's with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. I mean, people are using this for so many, so many opportunities on both sides. Could be right, could be wrong. But either way, the question is, what are you, what am I doing in the midst of this? 
Am I just following suit or am I standing up and saying something? Anyway, I'll leave that up to you. I'd love to hear your opinion on that, but I want to get to a couple of things real quick. Again, as I mentioned this story in the USA Today, which I was blown away by, we are, we are in a, under a president that literally has absolutely failed the American people. He's been in politics. He's been in this system for a very long time, very long time, and he hasn't really done much. He's just kind of been there. I could say, I, I shouldn't say that he hasn't done much. He's done a lot, of, a lot of damage. That is for sure. Now, people would say, well, on the left will say, well, Trump did a lot of damage in his presidency. And I'd have to say, well, well name them. Not, not just how you feel about it, but what, what are the facts? Because I'll tell you what, when you see America and the way that it was boosting, and again, people were saying that he was this white nationalist, etc., that's that is not what it was at all. What it is is somebody standing up for America finally. The president before him, Barack Obama, made sure to let us know that this was not a Christian nation and that um, America is is essentially is haughty, and we need to bring be brought down to a level like everybody else. But it's not about haughtiness. Yes, we do live in abundance here. We absolutely do. Even if you're poor, you're not really as poor as the poorest person, even close to the poorest person in the world. We have so much here. And we have opportunity to do good. And so when I see things like Build Back Better, and you see what's actually in the bill, and I haven't, obviously, I have not gone through that whole thing. It's a, it's a lot. But when you do look at where this money is going, as always, it is not good for our nation at all. It's not helping anybody, except a select few. Anyway, not to get on all, all on that. What I wanted to get to, though, is this. Many people have been talking about a, um, a specific person. Her name being Representative Lauren Boebert. Now, I'm sorry, but this person is a fantastic human being. Because she says it just like it is. And I'll, I'm going to play you a, a couple of clips because they are, I don't know if you've heard these. These would happen just within the last 10, 15 days before Thanksgiving. And they were fantastic. And she said it like it was. Now, the thing is, is I, I, in the comment section, and I'll, I'll kind of revamp, rehash this a, a little bit after, the, uh, after I play the clips. But in one of the comment sections, somebody said something very, very wise, actually. It said, people who throw around white supremacy stereotypes are upset when someone makes an anti-Muslim joke. Now, why do I say that? Because just recently, after many of these very fiery remarks that, that Lauren has, uh, has, has said on the floor, she was pretty much pushed into apologizing for saying some of these remarks. And it's amazing that this is how it always goes. If somebody on the right makes statements, implies something, even if it's factual, as a joke or in sarcasm, or just says it like it is, they have to apologize or else. Yet, remember, in my last episode, I, I, I played that clip of Biden 
being asked about his white supremacist remarks about um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, did he apologize? No. He just stands with what the jury decided because our system works. But he didn't have to apologize. But she has to apologize for a few things. Now listen to these clips and we'll go back to it. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Democrat policies are so pathetic and have done so poorly that the left has nothing else to do but troll the internet looking for ways to get offended and then try to target members and strip them of their committees. This is a dumb waste of the House's time. But since the Speaker has designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, shall we? The Jihad Squad member from Minnesota has paid her husband, and not her brother husband, the other one, over a million dollars in campaign funds. This member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists. A Democrat chairwoman incited further violence in the streets outside of a courthouse. And then the cherry on top. My colleague and three-month presidential candidate from California, who is on the Intelligence Committee, slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Let me say that again. A member of Congress who receives classified briefings was sleeping with the enemy. This is unacceptable, and this would never be... Gentlemen, his time's expired. Gentlemen from Florida. Okay, that... I have another clip for you, but I had to stop right there because obviously I have to comment on that. I mean, can you do you disagree with what she said there? Was it that harsh or was it factual? Because I'll tell you what, looking at that, somebody just fired up and saying the truth because there's a lot of frustration and there should be because of the type of people that are that are running, not running, that are actually in leadership in our country. And that's just a few of them. I won't even get into people who are tied in with with Epstein and with Weinstein, etc. There's probably other Steens in there too. But the thing is, is this. There are so many issues being hidden so that these people can stay in office and still do the very thing that they were put there for. And quite honestly, I think it's to ruin what America was founded upon. I won't get into that whole discussion right now, but that's what I believe. Now, she goes on to say some other things on another clip, and I think are fantastic. But again, I believe that those are the comments that she had to apologize for, talking about Omar there. But have you heard what AOC, Omar, and all these other people have said, blatantly said? I mean, you can look at all their other other clips. They have not had to apologize for anything. Anyway, Check out this next clip. Same thing. Lauren Boebert. Here she goes again. The gentlewoman from Colorado is recognized. Thank you, Madam Speaker, and thank you to my friend and the ranking member on the Budget Committee who has done an excellent job exposing um, these terrible schemes to the American people, this Congress. Madam Speaker, America does not need and cannot afford this junk. America doesn't need 80,000 new IRS agents snooping in our private transactions. These are politically weaponized bureaucrat bullies that we are looking to hire more of. America cannot afford $1.5 trillion in new taxes while federal bureaucrats haul off and spend $4.1 billion on electric bicycles. Do they realize that this will 
use more fossil fuels, more petroleum products to create electric bicycles than a conventional bicycle? I don't think so, and I think they've lost their ever-loving minds. $7.8 billion for environmental justice going towards woke universities. $100 billion for amnesty workarounds as our southern border is completely invaded by nearly 2 million illegal aliens, many of them criminal aliens. There's $550 billion for Green New Deal policies and tax breaks so congressional members from the Bronx can afford a new Tesla. Biden's broke-back budget has another $330 billion to incentivize workers to stay home. Newsflash to the party of wealthy cities and wealthy elites. We have a worker shortage right now in America. We have an inflation crisis. This will only make things worse, much worse, not better. But let me guess, when things do get worse, as they inevitably, inevitably will, we'll need to reelect y'all sorry selves so you can fix it, right? No thanks, I'll pass, and I urge my colleagues to vote no on this monstrosity of a spending bill. And I yield back. And there you have it. Uh, she is fired up. She reminds me a lot of Sarah Palin, actually. Um, obviously, there's differences. They're not the same people. But I love her fiery attitude, and I love that she says it just like it is, again, with facts. A lot of times people can get fired up like that, and they say it so fast, almost like they can't breathe because it's such truth that's like coming up out of their bones. And then when you have the Pelosi's and the Biden's and the Schumer's of the world, very slow, and this is what America needs to do because if they don't do it, it's just once again, if we don't go this direction, it's the Republicans that are holding us back. And they, they just say things that aren't real. There's no facts. There's no real basis there. There's no foundation there. They just say. And again, people are in their corner, so they just go along with that. I don't know why. I mean, I do, essentially, but I guess it goes back to the question I asked in the beginning of this, of this episode. Where do you stand, if you were all by yourself, if you were all by yourself, here in America, after all the founding fathers did all this stuff, you're standing here, and you had to make a choice. Where, what would you choose? Without the Schumers, without the Boberts of the world, without Trump, without Biden, where do you stand and why? We have to ask that question. We can't go, oh, because so-and-so said. We have to start making our own decisions here and start standing up for what is right. And I question people that don't, especially those who call themselves Christians. And I can't believe these very people stand so far to the left sometimes and agree with these self-centered, selfish, ridiculous, and as she called it, monstrosities, these policies. How? How can you do that? Well, anyway, I look forward to the opinions, comments, and questions. You can do that by right here on, on Facebook or uh, on whatever 
podcast platform you're listening to right now, you can email me directly at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. I read all my emails. Again, that's kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. And again, go to the bmgnetwork.com because there you will find, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, fantastic podcasters on there. We have some new ones coming up as well. And the BMG Network is growing. We'd love for you to be a part of it. We have lots of opportunities coming up for you to be a part of it. And that includes also includes uh, merchandise that's coming up soon uh, where you can, sure, buy a T-shirt, support the very people that are putting their voices out there for you, by the way. And that's what our motto here is at, uh, at the BMG Network. It is by the people and for the people. That is you. And we want to represent you and we want to do it well. So again, thank you for the opportunity to be able to speak on your behalf and, and honestly, not really on your behalf, but uh, when you make a comment, you make a, uh, you suggest something or you put your opinion out there, we listen and we would love to talk about that as well. So again, reach out to us. You can reach out to us, uh, all of us at info at the bmgnetwork.com or again, email me directly at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. We're also going to be having a forum um, up there soon as well so that you can comment right there at the BMG Network. If you have not yet rated the BMG Network on Facebook, please go to the BMG Network on Facebook and do so. Follow us, like us, share this with your friends and your loved ones, your family, whoever whoever you think could benefit and uh, would enjoy these podcasts. And also, if you have not yet reviewed this show on Apple or whatever podcast platform you listen to, please do so. It helps immensely. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really do hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. We got, December is literally right around the corner. In a couple of days, we've, we're going to be going into Advent and then uh, looking forward to Christmas. And I hope you are uh, having a great time thus far. It's going to be, it's going to be a great Christmas. It always is. It's just, a, it's a beautiful time of the year where uh, friends and loved ones come together. And it's a great time to really think about uh, what we're grateful for. So in the meantime, as we do that, thank you again for tuning in. I look forward to being back with you. Uh, maybe there'll be a bonus episode of this podcast this week. You just never know. But we have lots of stuff coming up for you at the BMG Network. So be on the lookout. And until next time, God bless you guys. And thank you for tuning in to the one and only The Ken Burns Show right here on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. Oh,